Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Second Avenue has sat on change for nearly two years since the bombing in downtown Nashville. Now renovations may finally begin in the area. Midtown just recently sold some of its land to a Cookville Hotel Management Company. Is a new Midtown Tower in the works. Plus, what laws that were passed in 2022 are taking effect now in 2023? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Today's episode is brought to you by getting you in your new home in 2023. And of course, that is done with Brad Reynolds over at thinkbrad.com. Brad Reynolds is a real estate agent here in Nashville and has sold over $200 million in real estate here in the city. If you want to get a hold of Brad, 615-856-3270. If you're thinking Nashville, you think Brad. Yeah. Think Nashville. Think Brad. Go to thinkbrad.com. Check out his YouTube channel as well at Think Brad on YouTube. So on Christmas Day of 2022, there was a thing that happened two years prior on Christmas Day of 2020. And there was this huge bomb that went off in downtown Nashville. We have covered this extensively throughout the last two years here on this podcast. Uh, in our show notes right now, if you want to go back into these archives, we have about nine, eight or nine episodes that you can go back to and listen to. And we can even you even have one episode that you can watch over on our other <laughs> yep. YouTube channel, explore.nash. Let, let's, let's go to our website, nashvilledailypodcast.com. Show how somebody might be able to access not these notes because we're recording right now. The notes aren't published. Uh, they will be published at the time that this is published, but how somebody can experience or, or find these show notes. All right. So you head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You click right here on episodes. This is going to take you to a list of recent episodes. Uh, you can click on this one. This one came out a few or last week. And then you could watch the YouTube video. You could also just listen to it. So both of those options are available. And then you can see right here, these are the show notes from every ep episode. And we try to source and cite everything that we're doing. Uh, so you have plenty to read and watch and to go through. And this is also the show notes are on YouTube. The show notes, if you're listening on Apple or, or Spotify or, uh, you know, Stitcher, any of those things, Amazon, the show notes are in our episode notes or show notes, whatever individual podcast platform calls them. All of these links are available right there. So in 2020 on 6.30 in the morning on Christmas Day, a bomb exploded in downtown Nashville. This is some of the damage that was that happened from the bombing. And this is kind of a cleaned up version yeah, of this. this. Is, this is very cleaned up. If you want to see where the road is still really dirty and there's glass everywhere, we have plenty of photos of that on our uh, other YouTube channel, Explore.Nash. Uh, but this is this is what happened afterwards it was a pretty devastating thing and so they've been trying to plan out what this street scape and cityscape is going to look like with all of these new renovations and according to news channel 5 uh, it looks like they will be starting uh, reconstruction on second avenue sometime in the next probably six months or so yeah well one of the interesting things is that these this area uh, has historic buildings. Yep. And so uh, you have to be really careful planning around that. 
Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people are also talking about, well, do we just make it the same or do we make this what it could be? How, how do we make this area new, but also restore historic buildings at the same time? Um, and, and so this is we're finally kind of getting into the place where some of the reconstruction, some of this new building that's going to be happening is will, will begin in 2023. Uh, and so they, they say in uh, here. Uh, a team has been reworking the design plan for the past year. Uh, this includes more pedestrian space, more outdoor dining, more trees. Uh, they say the goal is to keep the same historic character that local and tourists, locals and tourists know and love. Uh, unfortunately, my, you're going to have to keep going. My article just co- like completely goes to. Oh, let me. Uh, uh, I closed mine out because I was uh, expecting <laughs> you to be reading it. So my my article second. goes to like it fails. Every time. Maybe they don't want you reading that. They probably don't. Somebody is. uh, Uh, The goal is to keep the same historic character that locals and tourists love. Uh, We really want to make sure it's a space for tourists who come. Kind of a nice, gentle, easygoing space. This is also a space for the locals. We want to give the locals a reason to come back here frequently. So it really matters to get it done right. Uh, We have an episode that we did probably, (laughs) it feels like a year ago uh, or, or less, uh, of some of the renovations and everything of Second Avenue. They're going to try doing this open walkway with outdoor patio restaurants now that outdoor patio restaurants are fully approved where they don't have to be yep. on their own property. Uh, so if you want to see some of the renovations and potential designs, that's also in our show notes as well. Speaking of some other construction. There's well, a- I, I do want to say that before we get to some other construction, uh, there, there is unfortunately there's not a date in here. No, no, no. On when this is going to get started. So uh, that's why there's I no rendering. That's why I estimated six to six to twelve. Months. Uh, but uh, yeah. one thing that I really hope that they do, or I, I don't think they're going to do. One thing that I wish that they would do is open First Avenue mm-hmm. to at least one lane. Oh, it's open. I've been able to drive up and down First Avenue, or at least one way. Yeah, one way. I think it's going down First Avenue that I wish I could do. Yeah, yeah. But But you can only go up it. They're not going to open that until the renovations. No. Absolutely not. Years. Yeah. Uh, So speaking (laughs) of construction, there's an area of Midtown that's going to be the gateway of Midtown. We did an episode back in September of 2022 called Midtown in 2026. And at the time, this building was not announced. Uh, But this is a Cookville, Tennessee company. Uh, They just bought a slice of Midtown land, and it's eyed for two towers. Well, so here's the interesting thing. It was. It was eyed eyed for two towers. So so there was a company who thought that they were going to towers. So the Business Journal reported in October that Minnesota-based Rowers, R-O-E-R-S, consignment or COS was targeting those parcels, uh, plus okay. three more for two towers. Okay. Uh, so oh, they, these are the ones that we talked about. So okay. Image Hotel Management bought 0.67 acres in this gateway. It's 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 basically if you drive up where the dairy plant was. It's part part uh, of it's knocked down, dude. Have part of it is semi trucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Semi trucks just sat in this area uh, for for a long, long yeah. time. So it's very recognizable. Uh, but the, it, it's a portion of that little lot where semi trucks sat. Uh, Greg the Google guy is given uh, us a good example. Is is, is up the, in the air, jumping this, really high for us to of show semi trucks sitting there. So this th- area. 
let's uh let's throw him down on the street real quick just so he has some fun yeah <laughs> so you could just see it was a parking lot used for semi trucks yeah so it, yeah. it was essentially a third of that lot nothing fancy that that was bought um but they paid 11 million dollars a cookville tennessee based entity uh they're called uh heroim heroim h-a-r-i-o-h-m Horion partnership it's registered at the same address as a cookville based image hotel management um and i wonder what they're building so mm. so they don't you know the business journal doesn't know they don't know if they're going to partner it's probably going to be a hotel. with this minnesota-based uh roars consignment or whatever cos stands for uh for two towers that were hopefully going to be going there or so or what's happening with that so an interesting purchase the business journal has been stunned by this one and frankly so am i you know a moment when I was stunned, Aaron? What? The moment I got my nose and ears waxed from yeah. Bowtie Barber Club. <laughs> you were. I, I, I need it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. I'm feeling stunned. like I need it right now. I was stunned <laughs> because it hurt for a brief second, but then I was able to breathe Sweet fresh relief. air and hear all the things. And so you can hear colors now. <laughs> I can hear colors now and see, uh, smell sights. So if you're looking to get that done uh, and your beard trim or your haircut, visit BowtieBarberClub.com. You can book your Nashville haircut today. Uh, it is close to the airport. If you're just visiting Nashville, this is a great barbershop for walk-ins. Uh, it's also a great barbershop. If you're a bachelor party, they do bachelor party haircuts and so much more. So in 2023, not only do we drop the note to commemorate the new year, uh, but with that, new laws become effective uh, the same time that that note drops. Uh, this happens every single year, July 1st and January 1st. A lot of new laws come into effect in Tennessee. So we're going to go through. We've got the entire list plus a few other articles that we're not even going to get to today in our show notes. We've shown you guys how to go access those, so go access those. Uh, but we're going to be talking about a few of the notable ones here. Uh, this is coming from the Williamson source. They've done a fantastic job on kind of summarizing a few of these. Some of these are not specific enough or general enough for us to get through. So make sure you visit the show notes if you want to read through them all. Uh, sir, what is the first law we're going to talk about that's, that has uh, started in the new year? Uh, so if you want to learn deeper about the laws and who voted yes and no for these laws. TN.gov? Uh, well, TN, uh, TN, TN General Assembly gov or com. Okay. You can't see the exact breakdown of when these laws were passed, but here on Williamson Source, they source everything. So everything is oh, double points. Sourced. Yeah, you can click and so link back click to it. Yeah, yeah. Th this is Senate Bill 2514. And uh, I know you guys are you're desperate to know about this. Uh, <laughs> this enacts Dallas's law, uh, which revises various provisions governing the training of both armed and unarmed security guards slash officers, including the understanding of the legalities of the job, first aid and de-escalation techniques. This law came about because of the security guard that got into that uh, fight in Nashville and the, the security guard. In the honky-tonk? In the, the honky-tonk. Yeah, 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 I remember uh, that. That's where that law came from. That was in Dirk Bentley, wasn't it? Uh, I believe, yeah, yeah. Dirk Bentley's bar. Uh, so that's where that law came from. So they're going to be offering better training uh, through doing whatever they're doing with the training. All right, HB 2416, known as the Tennessee Abortion Inducing Drug Risk Protocol Act. This law requires anyone desiring an abortion-inducing drug to appear in person to obtain the drug 
and that no manufacturer, supplier, pharmacy, physician, qualified physician, or in, or other person will be able to provide the abortion-inducing drug to a patient via courier. Uh, so I guess pigeon courier, too, applies for that. Delivery or mail service, it also requires specific testing to take place before the drug may be administered. All right, we have House Bill 2661, revising various provisions governing pharmacy, uh, pharmacy benefits and pharmacy benefit managers. The main thrust of the bill is ensuring that pharmacies are not paid less than the real cost of the prescription drug or device. So for hearing aids or stuff like that. Uh, all right, so... There, there's a lot more health bills. There's like six more health yeah, bills. Yeah, there are a lot more. There, there's a lot. So we're trying to figure out which ones we decided we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to do which the education one, not. one, which would, it's interesting. Um, all right. So in education, a I think we skipped this one, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, a county, a county local education agency or an LEA, uh, will this is HB 2430, will have to have a written agreement if they are operating a school within the geographic boundaries of a municipal LEA or municipal LEA or the municipal LEA may purchase the school from the county at fair market value. Have fun with that. That's a very interesting. Have fun with that thing. Um, so this one's interesting. This is Senate Bill 0958. As enacted, this law establishes a voluntary shared work unemployment benefits program that allows certain employers to submit to the Department of Labor and Workforce Development for approval a plan to reduce employee work hours in exchange for employee access to a certain level of unemployment compensation benefits. That's a tongue twister. Uh, HB 2597. Now, this one is one of the most interesting on this list. This law authorizes an assessor of property to display unlisted for the first and last name in the ownership field for an online searchable database of property when the residential property owner files a written request with the assessor to display the ownership field for their property as unlisted. So this applies even for people who have property and their first and last name is on there, just like most people or what a lot of people do if they don't want their name, it's purchased with an LLC or something yep. like that. Yep. Uh, and so, but they can now say, Hey, I want it listed as unlisted. Uh, and when the written request includes sufficient information to clearly demonstrate the assessor that the subject property is the primary residence of the residential property owner. So basically if you can prove you are the owner, you want to be unlisted, you have to submit a request and they'll put it in as unlisted. Well, it's, it's interesting because I use those databases quite a bit uh, just in research and in other things because I want to know who my neighbors are. Sure. And so I'm like, oh, that's owned by, that house is owned by an LLC. Oh, sure. that house is owned by some, so-and-so. And so now that this is happening, I don't, I don't think many people are also going to know about this, that they're going to have to submit to the property assessor of Davison County. This. Probably not. This I may get a little I, bit of press, I, but not too I much. I think I'm going to do it because I am tired of getting solicited phone calls about people trying to buy my property. Well, and I'm tired of they're, getting they're, You're still going to get the phone calls. They just won't know how to address you now. Yes. So they'll be like, hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, this one's interesting. Talk, <laughs> talking about real estate. Uh, this is House Bill 2288. Notice of cancellation of a timeshare contract can now legally be made by email. Cool. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, for Senate Bill 0384, the surprise uh, applies to liquor sales. This law does not prohibit a retailer from offering a discount in such a manner as the retailer deems appropriate, as long as the discount being offered 
is not below the cost to the retailer. So if a retailer, he gets it for $5, he can sell it for $5. Is this how I'm understanding it? Yes, I believe so. I guess if you have to get rid of inventory, <laughs> it makes sense. This one's really interesting. This is a business law. This is House Bill 1652, making the wording of an automatic sign-up and renewal offers clear and concise, as well as requiring a business that allows somebody to sign up for a service or subscription online to provide the option to cancel the service or subscription online without any additional steps is the thrust of this new law. Which is very, very interesting because so many people are in the service business. Sign up for a service online nowadays. Yeah, so it's yeah, very it's interesting. We'll probably end up looking into that one a little uh, bit more. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Yeah. Um, this one is uh, very interesting. I'm just going to read uh, SB 1934. This law spe- uh, specifies that a trustee for an improvement care trust fund may establish a separate trust for each individual cemetery or cemetery company or a master trust for multiple cemetery customers or companies. Okay. It specifies that a trustee for a pre-need cemetery contracts for pre-need cemetery contracts may establish a separate trust for each contract. Interesting. Uh, it, it it goes on for a while, but there's a lot of things with cemeteries. That's a uh, interesting. Okay. For cemetery uh, companies, farm relief <laughs> an additional law will provide sales tax exemptions for farmers on items and services used in agriculture production, including uh, building materials, repair services. So they're going to have to fix that new service law uh, and labor, among other expenses used in agriculture production. The goal, the goal of this law is to keep small family farms operating. That's, good. A, good, wow. that's a good law. Uh, in the nonprofit world, uh, it says one or more law will provide mandatory training to nonprofit charitable organization personnel in the identification, interview, intervention, prevention, and treatment of human trafficking Victims. So I, I believe there's a few more laws, uh, and there's especially a few more laws that we did not read. If you want to dive deep into that, we have that in our show notes. Uh, what law are you most excited for in 2023 here in the state of Tennessee? It's there's, a hard thing to get very excited hey, for. Uh, the General Assembly is starting next or <laughs> later this week, so it's going to be interesting how things pan out. So I, I am uh, just kind of recapping the uh, the tax ex- tax exemptions. For small family farms, I yep. think is fantastic. Getting nonprofits profits involved with identifying human trafficking, I think is important. Uh, a lot on there for this year. Let us know what you think in the comments. for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com and to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.